Stand by. Three, two, one. When we think about job perks, it's typically a bonus check, maybe extra vacation days, or if you're a budding journalist on a tight salary, getting sent to a story where you can get a free meal. Listen, I'm just being honest. But what about the job perks your boss can't write into your contract? Like the person you interviewed whose story made you pause and reflect. Or that one time you had six live shots in two hours and learned what you were really made of. During the fast-paced news day of interviews, shooting B-roll, and turning packages, the biggest job perks are the life lessons you get while on a deadline. The great thing about my job is, of course, the people you meet and being able to help people by sharing their stories. But it's also the adventures you get to go on. So often, my stories allow me to have unexpected and unforgettable experiences, most of which I didn't know would happen until shortly before. Like the one time I flew in a World War II restored bomber. So I'm a bureau reporter, and typically I'm down in Dothan covering the wiregrass, but sometimes my main station in Montgomery has me drive up to help cover stories like on Labor Day, the station asked me to cover this Veterans Memorial air ride at the Montgomery airport. And the group was giving the media a preview before the event officially opened. My station hadn't signed up to do the ride, so I thought, cool, roll up there, get some cool shots of the planes on the ground, look inside, interviews with the pilots, boom, story done. I get to the airport and I could see the other media there, about a dozen others from newspapers and one person from the other Montgomery TV station. I walk over to introduce myself before the plane tour starts. The pilot introduces himself, checks his list and says, you know, my station didn't do the flight check-in, but we'll get you on. And I'm looking around confused, like, get me on. What do you mean, get me on? Get me on what? And the pilot says, on the flight, and turns around and walks away before I could ask anything else. So to be transparent, I love to travel and I realize that you have to take flights to get to cool places. But even strapped in on a Delta Airlines flight, I'm a nervous flyer. It's something about takeoff that makes me a little bit queasy and I get butterflies in my stomach. And if you've ever flown with me or fly with me, until we're in the sky, I'm quiet because of my nerves. And this man is talking about me getting on a 1940 something restored plane like what? We are going in the air? And my mind is literally racing for the next 20 minutes until the pilot returns. I'm starting to feel those butterflies. The pilot comes back and huddles all the media together to do a final head count. And I'm kind of hanging in the back and he's rattling off name after name after name. I'm thinking there's so many people that there won't be enough room for me on this flight. And he finally gets to my name at the end of the list, calls it out and asks if I'm going. And the whole crowd of reporters turns to face me waiting on my reaction. And as nervous as I was, I also thought, my mama did not raise a punk. And with my free right hand, I did the cross of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit from my forehead across my chest and told the pilot, okay, okay, I'm in. The crowd of media laughed, but I was so serious. Y'all, takeoff was in five minutes, and I needed that prayer to go up really fast, especially since I found out I was going to be on the first flight and the only TV station participating. And as the pilot was separating the first flight of media from the second flight of media, he turned to me and said, oh yeah, and um, sometimes, and it doesn't happen often, something about news crews and the plane tilting and trying to look through the camera lens, we've had a couple reporters get sick, but there are barf bags on the plane. All right, you ready? We wanna go ahead and get you on the plane so you can be the first one down in the cockpit as soon as we get in the sky. 
And I'm holding my camera with a blank stare looking at him like, great. Just great. The co-pilot escorts me to the plane inside and to my seat. Walking through the plane was like being transported in time. Exposed wood, metal screws, slightly frayed straps. Nothing that I was seeing was calming my nerves. In fact, as the pilot started turning knobs and the plane started making loud crank up noises, I figured at that point I should probably let my parents and my closest friends know exactly what kind of work adventure I was getting into that day. I closed my eyes during takeoff and a few minutes later, I feel a tap on my shoulder and was told I could crawl down to the cockpit and start getting my video. And it was a tight space, so I figured it'd probably be easier to maneuver without my heels. So I kicked them off and was like, okay, showtime. Down in that small space, the roar of the engine seemed louder. The tilt of the plane moving through the sky seemed a little more noticeable. And I was taken with a panoramic view of Montgomery before my eyes. I spent holidays and summers growing up in Montgomery, but obviously I had never seen the city from this view. My hand was shaking like a leaf in the wind when I first started to try and shoot video on my camera. I had to pause, take a deep breath, and reset. I think that helped me shift my narrow focus off the moment being on this plane, even though flying is not my favorite thing, to big picture. The experience that I was getting, butterflies in my stomach aside, I didn't want to miss that moment. Perspective, y'all, perspective. And then just seeing the cockpit wasn't enough for me anymore. I wanted to see the rest of the plane. I wanted to explore, and so I did. There were a few other journalists who made their way down to the cockpit. A little bit of pride swelled in me when I saw that most of the others on the flight were too nervous to move from their seat. And here I was, barefoot, strutting around the plane, getting video like I own the place. The flight reminded me, one, I love my job. But two, there will be times where you'll be pushed outside your comfort zone and be nervous. It happens all the time. But are you selling yourself short by opting out? When I got back to the studio and looked at my video reliving that moment, I was so glad I got on that flight. I felt like I would have been selling the viewer short by not getting on the flight to get video. But in some ways, selling myself short. Sometimes you just have to do things a little bit scared because you never know what kind of amazing adventure it will take you on.